0: It takes money and effort to travel and do all these things, but uh, you know the scripture says those that are hungry, they get something. Is that right? And so uh, I'm believing with you just like we prayed and you you coming and bringing your faith. It changes the meeting in a wonderfully good way. In praying about these uh, services, I'm impressed with John, the 10th chapter. This is the, uh, the verse in this chapter is what Phyllis and I started this ministry on uh, 40 plus years ago. Uh, John 10:10 was our verse that when we incorporated the ministry and uh, we had a fountain, more life ministries. I've seen that fountain and representing the water of life and eternal life and the goodness of God overflowing. The Lord, he said, this is why he came, that we might have life, have it more abundantly. Well, this, the Lord quickened to me this whole chapter, uh, that's, that's a, a great verse in the middle of it, but the whole thing, the revelation of it, is what I believe we're to camp on this week. And so, uh, you understand, it, it could take a long time to preach this whole chapter, <laughs> verse by verse. In fact, you know, I, I'm not planning on trying to do that, but you're believing with me for exactly the right parts, the right time. And like we prayed at the beginning of the service, uh, you're getting answers. You're getting direction for your life, your family, your, your, your ministry, your business, whatever that might be. In John 10, in the first verse... We're going to read, we won't read the whole thing necessarily right now, but we'll read part of it and then start looking at the the spirit of it. In, In John 10, 1, he said, Verily, verily, I say to you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Now, you know, many of us familiar with John 10.10 10 here later on. The thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But that's not the first time he mentioned this. He mentions this in the very, uh, you know, first verse. Talking about the thief and a robber, which are not the same thing. Right, right. We're going to be looking at this more. said, but he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the porter or the gatekeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know His voice. Being led by the Spirit is easier than a lot of people have tried to make it. From the moment you were born again, the same Spirit of God has resided in you every moment of every hour of every day since then. He is in you. And you are very familiar with Him. You have to watch about being over-familiar so that you don't listen and don't pay attention. And you ignore it and pass it off as your own thoughts or feelings. But the direction of the Lord to you is not going to be unfamiliar. Even if it's something your head has never heard, your heart will go, that's my Father. That's, that's the Holy Spirit. I know Him. And when something comes to you, whether somebody's prophesying it to you or some experience or whatever, and you're going, where'd that come from? Oh, that's strange. Oh, that's weird. That's the thing you don't listen to. That's the thing you don't accept. You, I don't care who said it, who's involved with it. If, you're, if your heart's going, whoa, whoa. Where'd that come from? Yeah, that's that's strange. That's that's unfamiliar. That's not the Lord. Because he, his sheep, know, know his voice. You you can't be more any more intimate with another person than them living inside your spirit. 24 7. He's right there all the time. Sadly, millions ignore him all the time but he's still right there. He's still right there. Goes on to say, a stranger they will not follow but will flee from him. Why? They don't know the voice of the strangers. I was going to wait on this but I think we ought to show it there. Put the middle screen down. I got a little video for you <laughs> about this. <laughs> this is a uh, a real picture of what we just read. Go ahead and show it when you, when you got it.
1: Tik 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 Look at them, tik 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 They're coming! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! This is amazing! Oh my God! This is amazing! One more! One
0: more! Oh my God! This scared me. Yeah,
1: Eunice made
0: him go away. Hallelujah! Um, was that cool or what? That's good enough, y'all can y'all can, y'all can turn it off. Did you notice what those sheep did when the other folks were calling them? Seemed like they weren't even there, huh? We must do that. Come on, are y'all, with me. That's what we must do. When you hear all kind of stuff and all these, I mean, because there are many voices in the world, and they're all got and they're all trying to scare you and alarm you and, and do all this kind of stuff, and Until we hear the voice we recognize, we act like they don't even exist. We just enjoy yourself in the pasture. What's going over there? We don't know. We don't care. Is that right? We're just enjoying life. But when the shepherds speak, okay. All right. Okay. This is something we've got to pay attention to here. Huh? We don't need a reason not to do something. We need direction to do it. We don't have to go through this laborious, endless process of elimination, checking everything out and trying to find everything. We, we don't need to hear what everybody thinks about everything. It'll just wear you down and confuse you. We only need to hear him. Is that right? That's, that's all we need to hear. And so the Lord is talking about that exactly how it works with a good shepherd and his or her flock. That's how it works with him and with us. And he's he's drawing a contrast between his character and the enemy's character through this chapter. What what did he start talking about? Back up to verse 1 again. He said, Verily, verily, I say to you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way. When you're right, you come right. When you come wrong, you're wrong. Hmm? Try to come in the back door. You try to do a deal under the table. Come on, are y'all listening? You, yeah, yeah. you try to get somebody over in the corner and whisper, that means you're wrong. Yeah. Yes. And and you should realize, if they'll do that with them, against them, they'll do that against you. Yeah. Oh, no, they're like, listen, don't be a fool. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, if you're right, you come the right way. You. Is that right? That's what what the Lord is saying. He said uh, the the one that tries to come some other way go around it go behind it that one is what? A thief and a robber. A thief and a robber and he, he goes into some detail about this as the chapter goes on about the difference between A thief and a robber and a hireling. Now let's distinguish just a little bit between a thief and a robber. They're not the same word. They're not the same thing. A thief is someone who steals by stealth. A thief waits till everybody's gone or asleep and breaks in the house. Judas was a thief, Mm -hmm. the Bible said. What does that mean? He didn't announce that he was taking it out of the bag. He did it by stealth. But a robber is somebody who does it openly by violence. They don't try to hide it. They'll throw a pistol in your face and say, I'm robbing you. I'm taking this from you. They do it openly and barabbas was a robber and the two that hung on the cross beside the master they were robbers and sometimes robbers just like today's they worked in bands and groups and it was dangerous to travel on the road they're not trying to hide it they openly attack and but both of them are takers Oh, is everybody awake? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Everybody awake? Both of them are takers, not givers. And this is one of the big differentiators between what is God and godly and what is the enemy and like the enemy. We know the devil himself is the thief. It's his nature. How many would know without a question, the devil is a taker? He's a taker. Well, anybody that yields to any of the enemy's spirits are going to take on those same characteristics and qualities of the spirits they're yielding to. And you don't have to be possessed to have devilish qualities. Possessed is just a full yielding of the same evil stuff. But if you yield to the Spirit of God, you take on His qualities, His characteristics. And the fruit of the Spirit is a a, a, a partial list of His qualities. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. And this first one here, love... Some years ago, the the Lord spoke to me in a time of waiting on him. This phrase, he said uh, to me, not that I heard a voice, but very distinctly on the inside, uh, giving is the chief, let me say it right, the chief expression of love is giving. The greatest expression. The chief expression of love is giving. Now, when I heard that, I immediately thought, Really? The biggest? The greatest? And before I could finish that thought, the Lord quickened to me, John 3.16. Right? For God so loved the world that he did what? That he did what? Didn't say yelled from heaven, I love you. That's a good expression, but it's not the greatest. He so loved the world that he did what? That he gave. Oh, hallelujah. Is anybody thankful that he gave? God is love. And if the greatest expression of love is giving, then what is God's desire? What is his motivation? What is his that pleases him and his satisfaction? He enjoys giving. And he has so much to give. He never runs out. And that's what he has wanted from the creation of Adam and Eve in the garden. And I believe way before that, so much we don't even know about. Objects for his love. And objects that would reciprocate love. Love is the big thing. It is the New Testament commandment. It's the big one. Is that right? And if you, the love of God now has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, everybody that's genuinely been born again, and if you yield to that, your nature changes. Oh, come on, come on. Your your nature changes. From being a taker. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I said from being a taker. Yes. To being a. Yes. A giver. Oh y'all going to help me preach this. Yes. Y'all going y'all gonna to help me. With this this week. Does it bear witness to you. Does it yes. seem. Something we should camp on. Yes. Man the world is full of takers. Yes. Yes. Yes Sadly. A lot of people in the church, even ministers, yielding to the flesh. And and you can tell sometimes people by, you know, they they say the right things and they got a big smile on their face. But you know by the second sentence, they want something. They want something. They want something. And (laughs) you know why everybody's laughing? (laughs) They want something. And here's the problem. A lot of folks, even Christians, they'll take it if they can. Now, most of them won't—they won't do it openly. They won't be the robber, but they'll be a thief. They'll do it when nobody's looking. They'll do it if they think nobody will find out. But that's the nature of the thief. You don't want to be like the thief. That's the nature of the devil himself. Yeah. He's a taker. He's such a taker. He will kill you for it. Yeah. He will, he's a murderer. He will destroy you for it. He don't care how much it hurts you or everybody around you. He will just take. And he wants to take everything. And he doesn't care what kind of path of the destruction it leaves. That suits him fine. He takes pleasure in mowing over human beings and taking things Anybody that will yield to him That's what he'll inspire them to do That's what you see happening In Ukraine We got an email Is that right tonight Just right after We said this Somebody in Russia logged on Listening to Russian faith school <laughs> Right now Tonight to God. Whatever we spent, it's already worth it. Yes, is that right? Yes, and we ain't done. No. God. Mm-hmm. God. That's worth more than money. Yes, is. That's, more, that's worth more than large amounts of money. Yes, right? Yes, and when people fight what they call the prosperity message, which is the gospel, yes. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yes, this <laughs> is what they're fighting they're fighting that kind of thing and they don't, they don't realize it. But you see this contrast. The godly, the givers. The ungodly, the devilish, the takers. Now how many want to make up your mind, I am not going to be a taker. Hmm? I'm not going to be a taker. I am a child of the living God I am a son of God the greatest giver who's ever been and I take after my father is that right I take after my father I love to give that's why we want so much abundance and more than and more than why not just for us we want to give we want to give we want to give we want to help people in need. And we want to preach this gospel all over the world. And somebody say, I, I, want I want to give. I enjoy giving. I enjoy giving. I'm, glad to give. I'm glad to give. And that's not just during offering time. That's, that's all the time. Is that right? That's from time you wake up in the morning. Everywhere you go. Everything you do. It's your nature. Your spiritual nature. That's not the nature of your flesh. Your flesh didn't get born again. That change is going to come later. You still got the same flesh. Joe Sinner down the street's got. Uh That's never been saved. And your flesh will do anything you let it do. Which is why we must not be flesh dominated. We must be spirit dominated,
1: yeah, that's
0: good. not flesh. Keep reading this. He said, he that climbs up some other way, verse 1, he's a thief. Somebody that comes by stealth and takes. And or a robber. Somebody that will just do it boldly, openly by violence. But still a taker. But he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Now before this is over, we're going to have to go to the 23rd Psalm. How many know you got to go? You got to go. (laughs) But I'm jumping ahead real quick because when the shepherd who comes in the right way, And who is the familiar voice, the voice you know. You've heard that voice when you were happy, when you were sad, when you were mad, you were glad. You heard it for all your life since you've been born again. You actually heard it uh, as a child before you were born again. And when he's calling you, why is he calling you? Somebody quote to me the first part of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Other translations say, I shall not lack. I shall not want. What? Why is he calling you? He wants to give you something. I said he wants to give you something. He's calling you because he wants to give you something. He's calling you to another place because he wants to give you more. Oh, come on. Y'all got to say amen to this. He's calling you. He knows your name and he's calling your name. Joe, Betty, Susie, John. And you saw that little video. What are you supposed to do? No matter what you, no matter what you were doing, no matter what you were doing, the Lord calls your name. What do you do? Lord, you call? Yeah, you heard me. Come on. Come on. What do you do? Not, well, I got an appointment, you know, I got a reservation to play golf this afternoon. And uh, kids got a ball game. Man, you got to watch this stuff. Why is he calling you? Come on, help me out. Why? He wants to give you something. And he's not called the good shepherd for nothing. What does he want to give you? Something good. I said something good, and he does not exaggerate. If he says it's good, come on, come on. Where are we going, Lord? I'm going to take you to some new pasture today. Is it good? What do you think? Come on, come on. This is some high-octane grass. This is going to put some punch in you. This is is some sweet water. You're going to be able to take a bath, get cleaned up, and and the sun is going to shine on you, dry you out. We're going to have a good time today. Come on. Come on, follow me. He, He wants to give you something because he is love and love gives. So when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger will they not follow. These are good confessions. You want to just say this every once in a while. Say it out loud. I am his sheep. I I know his voice. voice. A stranger's voice. voice. I will not follow. I
1: will
0: not follow. You just want to say that. Instead of saying I can't seem to hear from God, I don't know. Would y'all pray for me? You know, do no good if you won't quit that. Quit, quit talking like that. Quit talking unbelief. Quit being you know dominated by your feelings and by your emotions. Uh, agree with him. I said agree with him. If he says you hear his voice, is he right or is he right? Somebody said, say, say Lord, you are, right. you are right. You say, I hear your voice. Amen. And I hear your voice. I hear your voice. You've been hearing his voice. Amen. Thing is, do you recognize it? Are you paying attention to it? It's not going to be something bizarre and strange. We've already said that. You, you, you've already been hearing it. And uh, he goes on to say, this parable spake Jesus to them, but they understood not what things. That he spoke to them. And Jesus said to them, verily, verily, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. Now door, when we hear door, we think of, you know, the wooden or the steel part that's in the middle. But this really refers to the opening. The opening is also translated gate. Gate. And it is the opening that provides access, entrance, and access. So Jesus is saying, I am the access. I think you've heard this one before. I am the way. I'd preach this to myself. I am the way. Now, we need to ask ourselves, the way to what? It is the way to the Father. It is the way, you know, of and to salvation. It is the way of and to eternal life. But what does does all that encompass? This is big. And he describes it some. He says, I am the door... uh, the access, the entrance, the way of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. See, he's he's back into this. Do we need to know this? Yes. Are there still thieves and robbers around? Yes. Man, I'm on every corner. <laughs> now, I don't like to say it, but are there thieves and robbers around the church? Yes. Yeah, there are. Yes, sir. Can you trust everybody that says, no. I'm a believer? No. <laughs> you already had to answer to that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Can you trust everybody that says, I'm a preacher? No. No. I wish you could. But no, mm-hmm. you, you should not. Right. Too many have been too gullible. Been too easy to deceive. Just believe anything and everything somebody. Why? Because oh, trust me, brother. You know I'm a believe. When people start saying, "Trust me, trust me," oh, you you gotta trust me on this. Actually, I don't. Gotta trust you. (laughs) Like this little sign I saw in the back of a shop one time. It said, "In God we trust." All others pay cash. (laughs) You need to be a little bit like that. People think that if you're a godly Christian and you have love, you just believe everything that everybody tells you. And you just give them anything they want to do and go along with anything. No, that's being a baby Christian. It's being easily deceived and gullible and so many have been hurt.
1: Yeah. Come on now. Right? Yeah.
0: Hurt. Because they trusted people they should have never trusted. Yeah. And they should have realized I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So when the sheep heard those guys they didn't know. Show me what they did. what they do? Like... <laughs> Say, hey, you tried this grass over here? I mean, this is pretty good grass. You try. Don't eat that. That's a weed. That'll stay in your mouth all day there, man. And they're not even lifting their head. They're not even looking. They're enjoying their time in green pastures. Yeah. Yeah, they just enjoying. Why? Because I don't need to respond to anything I don't know.
1: Come on.
0: That's good. Maybe the little ones, you know, they hear this voice and they're going, you know, mama, what is it? I don't pay any attention to that. We don't know who that is. So that means nobody. (laughs) I heard a really well-known minister the other day. uh, Somebody was asking because some of the media had been taking them apart and and uh, they said, you know, man, I, you know, how, how do you deal with all that? And they said, uh, who are they? <laughs> who are they? I said I don't know them, and, and and what does it mean what they say? You know, and man, when you back up and look at the big scheme of things, who will even know if, if they're not even if they're not believers? Who will know they existed five hundred years from now? We need to realize how trivial, how inconsequential, how nothing. And I don't care how big it's trending and how many likes there are. If it's not real, if it's not God, it's a flash in the pan. If it lasted five years, it's a flash in the pan. And you'll never hear of it again. Can we learn from the sheep? Say it out loud. I am his sheep. I I know his voice. voice. A stranger's voice. voice. I won't listen to. I to. I I won't respond to it. He goes on to say, All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Why didn't they hear them? Unfamiliar. They don't know who that is. So what does that mean? Don't listen. Does this simplify things? I said, does this simplify things? Who is that? Don't know. Okay, doesn't matter. Don't know? It doesn't matter. Who are they? Don't care. That's not being ugly. That's how you stay safe. That's how you stay free. That's how you don't let th- wrong things monopolize your time and waste and use up your resources and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. We don't need to go through the process of trying everything, and unending speculation and going through all these searches. And No, we only, you know, it reminds you of uh, Mary and Martha. Doesn't it? Yeah. The Lord said one thing is needful. And she's chosen that thing, that good thing, that's not going to be taken away from her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, all that ever came before are thieves and robbers. What does that mean? Everybody, and there were many, and the number is still growing today. Everybody who ever came and said, I'm your salvation. I will show you the path To enlightenment. I am your way to this or that. Thief. Huh? Thief. Oh friend, this is going to help us out. If you get these things locked in you. And you get the right response. He said all that ever came before me. Were there many. Are are you joking? There was a, a. 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 Temple to some kind of God and goddess on every corner. There had been all of these things. I mean, there was, uh, uh you know, it's in the book of Acts. This guy called Bar-Jesus, he had a whole uh, city fooled. And I mean, false prophets and all kind of things. Anybody, anytime, anywhere, tells you they're going to save you. Oh, my God. Give me, resp- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me the response. Yeah, thief. Give me the response. Oh no, brother Keith. I'm reading the Bible.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Anybody yeah. tells you, oh, I'm 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 gonna be your your source and supply. I'm gonna take care of you. You won't have to, uh, uh, you know, worry about a thing. You should be thinking, thief, oh, thief, thief. Yeah. thief. Thief, I got a thief up in there, I got, that right? Man, I Man, need, I need to watch what's going on. Is that right? No, because the next thing, it might not be today, it might not be the next thing, you're going to need to sign something. You're going to need to sign something that they're going to take care of for you. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody was telling Phyllis some years ago that, you know, they were in position to do some great things for us financially. And they were, actually. They were. But they were wanting us to commit to things and give them all our information and all this kind of stuff. And we said, "Uh, no. (laughs) I think y'all are getting this. He said, no, I mean, if the Lord deals with you to do it, do it. If not, don't. And then, you know, some months went on, and we didn't comply with all our stuff, this and that. And finally one of them cornered Phyllis. I was out of town doing something. And um, I was telling her, didn't, didn't she know that, you know, they could take care of all our problems, and they could take care of And, and man, I, that didn't sit well with Phyllis. She, she said, nobody will ever be our source. Yeah except God and that was the end of that little deal (laughs) but God took care of that and he took care of the next thing and he took care of the next thing and he took care of the next thing because I know him I said I know him and anytime he tells me do this or that I know he wants to give me something I said he wants to give me something he's not trying to hurt me he's not trying to take anything away from me He is not the thief and it rubs me the wrong way when people say he is and they say God did things that hurt them and stole from them and destroyed in their life. They are lying on God. They're lying on our good father. It is not true. There is a thief and he's influencing many, many, many thieves, but none of them are God. He said, and can you see, he's drawing that contrast. Thieves, robbers, me, good shepherd. Don't listen to that. Listen to me. Don't pay any attention to that. Don't get caught up in any of that. Ignore all of that. Hmm? Because they're going to try to take something from you. And the thing is, the enemy is a master at conning. He is a master at selling things and convincing. Eve was no dummy. And he convinced her. He convinced her of a lie. And here's here's how effective he is. I don't know how he did this. He convinced a third of the angels. How did he do that? How did he do that? He's a talker. You talk about a talker. You talk about a game player. You talk about an actor. And he has had millennia to perfect fooling human beings and convincing human beings that lies are true. And that's why you dare not run over and listen to a strange voice. Because you are not equipped... You may think you're so brilliant and smart, but you are not equipped to outsmart this kind of stuff. There will be, through these vessels, influences, that can trick even you. I've seen it. I've seen it. Don't think you're so smart it can't happen to you. How do you stay safe? You don't even respond. You don't even listen unless and until it's that familiar. Is that right? That familiar, the one you know, the one who's in you, when he starts talking to you about something, that's what you get in on. But all the rest of it, you just act like it's not even there. All the rest, he said, are thieves and robbers. I'm just looking at you. The thief, let's go read the rest of it. Let me get to, don't not change his words. Read them exactly like he said it. All that came before, thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he'll be saved and go in and out and find pasture. Pasture is provision. Complete provision, salvation, and provision, and you'll find out it goes on. It, it actually, talk, you know, Psalm twenty-three talks about protection. It talks about restoration. It talks about uh, permanence. Uh, all the a permanent place in God. Uh, the Good Shepherd is the best thing that ever happened to us. He said. Verse 10, we finally get to this. And what's, what does he bring up again? The thief. the thief. Why does he keep bringing this up? Because the thief is going about as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may. devour. Here's another word. Steal from. If he devoured something in your life, he stole it from you.
1: Come on, can you see this?
0: And the lying and the stealing work together. Mm. They work together. If you won't listen to his lies. It's hard for him to steal from you. Amen. Yeah, Because that's his, that's his way in. Is to, to lie to you. Get you listen to the lies. How did he steal that from Adam and Eve? He lied to them. They listened. They believed. They acted on the lies. And he, oh did he steal from them. So. The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. Hallelujah. Is he he the greatest giver there's ever been? I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. This is actually the word for superabundance. It's beyond abundance. This is is a picture of how much God wants to give, how much he has in him to give and how much he wants to give. He, the scripture said, delights in showing mercy. Mercy is stuff you don't deserve. He delights in it. And when you start yielding to his spirit and you overcome the selfishness of the flesh, You start delighting in it. You start delighting in giving. And I'm talking about everywhere. On a daily basis, everywhere you go, everything you do, you are delighted when somebody is believing God and you have it in your hand. You got it in your resources and God uses you. It is a highlight. I said it's a highlight. Of life, this this thing that you guys sewed into when it was a couple of years ago, whatever, on that catch up and get ahead thing, that has been one of the most fun things. It hasn't been fun that people have been in a bad situation, but to see the weight come off of them. Oh, glory to God. And to see I mean, we're talking some of these churches were had been there thirty years, forty years, whatever, and they're losing their property. Yeah. But not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. They're not only caught up, they had somebody at one church that hadn't been able to meet in their church for quite a long time. And hallelujah, they got the money to fix it, to repair, to get back in. They're going again. Yeah.
1: Glory to God.
0: I'm talking about us enjoying that. Yes. Do you enjoy things like that? Yes. You know why? You take after your daddy. Yes. You take after your father. That's his nature. Yes. I said that's his nature. That's his desire. He delights in it. That's what God calls fun. Fun. Now, God's seen it all, literally, but that's what he enjoys, and that's what he is calling us, has already called us into. That's what he's training us for. You and I are destined to rule and reign with him. How many believe it won't be an oppressive, cruel ruling and reigning? What will it be? Be the nature of God. You'll be showing up helping people. Yeah. Glory, Glory to God. God. You'll be showing up helping people.
1: Yes, amen.
0: Glory, to Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You'll be helping people. Yes. You'll be giving. Yes. And God will give you more and more to give. And more and more. It, this thing is it's, it's eternally increasing. And the more you sow and give out, the more it comes back to you, including wisdom, grace, understanding, anointing. Come on now with me. And and the more you have to give and, and you're able to show up in somebody's situation and they've been praying and reaching out to God, and here God is using you to answer the prayer. Yes,
1: yes,
0: yes. Somebody lift up a hand and say, Lord, I. Uh, I'm made in your image I'm I'm made in your likeness I, I have your nature your love is in me shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit use me to answer prayers. use me to help deliver needs met dreams fulfilled Vision's brought, Visions brought to pass. Let me be a part, be a part. of manifesting your love manifesting to, people to people in this earth. Glory, glory, to God. glory to God. How much love is it to help take the good news to somebody? The gospel. Greatest love. Greatest love. The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. Tell me about the rest of it. The good shepherd does what? Does what? He does
1: what?
0: He's love. Why is he so good? he's a giver he, he gives good let me read these to you I, I'm, I'm almost done for tonight but let me let me read this to you this phrase is repeated over and over and over in the new testament john 316 god so loved the world that he gave. he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life Galatians 1 and, f- and 3. Grace be to you, peace from God the Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God our Father. Somebody say, he gave himself. He gave himself. Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Master. 1 Timothy 2 and 5. There's one God, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all. Titus 2, 14, he gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Somebody say he gave himself. He he gave himself. He gave himself. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Trust in the living God who richly gives us all things to enjoy. Somebody say he gives. He gives. He gives. He never stops giving. Your heart, my heart does not beat by itself. My brain, the synapses, they don't work. There's, There's a power coming from somewhere. Now, you know, science will say, well, it's, it's life. It's the mystery of life. Yeah. Where does it come from? Where does it come from? It comes out of your spirit. God breathed life into Adam and Eve. Oh, hallelujah. He gave them life.
1: Yes.
0: Gave them existence. Gave them awareness. Gave them capacity to be aware and know him and walk with him and interact with him and receive his love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when man listened to a lie and let the thief steal it all away, God said, "I can't let that in like that. Hallelujah, Love said, "I got too much to give. I am not letting this end like this, and God so loved the world. come on, help me out, help me out that he that He gave, and Jesus gave himself, and he gave all, and he continues to give, He ever lives to make intercession for us in in him we live and move and have our being. In him we have life and breath and and everything. We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. And you know what else God wants to say then? There's more. I have more. I have more. Go. I thought I was done. Go to Ephesians. You can take one more verse. You You can take another verse. Another verse won't hurt you. Ephesians. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. 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 Ephesians 2, verse 3. We were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We were stolen, and we had a thieving nature ourselves. Thank God we've been saved got rid of that thieving nature verse 4 but God but God it would have been all over but God who is rich rich is a four letter word but it ain't a bad word it's it's to hear some people talk you would think it is but he's rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got excited. Lost my place. His great love wherewith... Now I'm in Galatians. Help me, Lord. (laughs) His great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved everything that is grace is a gift there is no grace that's not a gift it's all that he he gives and has given and uh, by grace you're saved and he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ that in the ages to come he might what show Say it out loud. Show. Show. Say this out loud. The giving, the giving. Never, ends. never ends. In the ages to come. Now, ages have to do with eons. This is more than millennia. This is something our mind does not know. Eons to come.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's going to show the exceeding riches of his giving slash grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. This is what we have to look forward to. He gives, he gives, he gives all through this life. We have needs, he gives, he meets our needs. We have good desires, he meets those desires. He gives you richly all things to enjoy. And past this life, a thousand years from now, yeah, God. you talk about happy.
1: Yeah.
0: You ain't seen happy. Yeah. God. Like you're going to see happy. Yeah. Yeah. And the Father will say, because there, there's, there's no star yeah. shining on the new heaven and the new earth. We actually are living and existing in the manifest presence yeah. of God yeah. he is the lamb is the light yeah. and, and, and he'll say you enjoy this yeah. children you enjoy this We'll oh God he'll say let me show you something else let me, and he'll open it up and, and you'll hear through the millions around ooh <laughs> ah <laughs> wow And then 100,000 years from then, when you think for sure you've seen it all, he'll say, children, you enjoying everything? We go, oh, God, oh, God. He'll say, look at this, look at this. He'll unfold it and reverberating throughout. You'll hear, ooh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Wow. Because <laughs> the giving will never end. Because the love will never end. And that's who God is. And that's who you are. And that's who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. Stand on your feet everybody. Praise Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.